Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. down on the strange old town, she waits a Oh, we've all been through it. Listen, you need a cheat day now and then or you will go crazy. It's true. If you're on a diet or you're trying some new fad diet or you have medical dietary restrictions, I don't care what the reason, at least once every 30 to 45 days, you need to throw caution to the wind and enjoy the food you love. Because if you do that, you can go right back to the diet you need to be on knowing you could still stick to it and that every 30 to 45 days you'll get a chance to really pig out again. But if you don't, let's face it, and we've all been there. We have breakdowns and we go on these eating binges for days or weeks or months. Hot dogs, popcorn, ice cream, chili, sausage and peppers. Yes, indeed, the local food shack. So many of us, we had them They were our favorites as kids. They are spread out all over New England. And this week, we're talking with and about some of these great traditional food shacks. It's the same ones we loved as kids. I mean, if you're going to cheat, why not go all in and do it right? Welcome all my fellow gastromaniacs to the Conway Scenic Railroad broadcast studio where today... The CSG Broadcast Network brings you another heart-pumping, fun-filled, action-packed episode of Cooking Something Good, where food is fun, and fun is food, and it's always foodie fun time. Today and all week, we are talking about those great roadside shacks where you go year after year to get hot dogs, ice cream, burgers, fries, popcorn, chili, you name it. Ah, yes, the roadside shack all week long here at Cooking Something Good. Before we start in on that, though, it's time for today's Sharila Deal of the Day. Today's Sharila Deal of the Day is 60% off a $20 gift certificate to Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse in Manchester. Get a $20 gift certificate to Gaucho's in Manchester for just $8 while they last at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's today's Sharila Deal of the Day. Today's Dear Dave question of the day comes from David in Sunapee, New Hampshire. My name's David, and I live in Sunapee, New Hampshire, but this is not from me. But I picked this one because this guy has my name, lives in my town, and has a similar situation. It says, Dear Dave, my wife prefers really, really well-done steak. How do I cook really good steak to the well-done stage without drying it out? Good question. I do not like well-done steak. I like my steak done medium rare. 
I do not like to murder the beef for a second time, but if you do like well-done steak, what you do is sear it in a red-hot cast-iron skillet if you have one. If not, get a pan, put some olive oil in there, and get that thing as hot as you can. Uh, Sear it very quickly. Then you're going to move it to a preheated 425-degree oven using your digital meat thermometer now. Cook it until it reaches about 155 degrees. You're looking five minutes, four minutes. Check it at four minutes. Uh, When it gets to 155, get it out of there. Get it onto a plate and let it rest for at least 10 minutes. It's going to continue to cook. You're looking for about 160 degrees. Anybody who wants it over 160 degrees, I'm sorry, does not deserve steak. That's just my opinion. Anyway, Dave from Sunapee, New Hampshire, you are going to win a $20 gift certificate to the Woodland Farm Brewery in Kittery, Maine. Thanks for sending in your Dear Dave question of the day. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you by E.L. Harvey & Sons, a family-run business that has quietly been improving the quality of life providing environmentally sound and economically sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. Check them out at elharvey.com. Hey, we're back. It's time for the foodie know-it-all question of the day. I just wanted to make that sound more dramatic than it usually does. The foodie know-it-all question of the day. If you are the first person, you can either call in to 732-336-1040 or send an email to dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Be the first to do either or leave the correct answer and you will be the foodie know-it-all Question of the day winner. Today's winner, a $20 gift certificate to the Woodland Farm Brewery in Kittery, Maine. It's a great little place. It's a great gift certificate to win. All you have to do is be the first person to give the correct answer. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you by E.L. Harvey & Sons Waste Removal. Remember, if you've been meaning to clean up or clean out that old garage, cellar, backyard, storage shed, whatever, or if you have any other waste disposal needs, I could not possibly recommend E.L. Harvey & Sons any more highly. They are old friends of mine. Take it from an old garbage collector. I was in the waste disposal business for 36 years. I know a good company. When I've uh, experienced it, when I've been around it, and E.L. Harvey is one of the best. They've been in business since 1911. They're still family-owned, and it's the same family since 1911. You can give them a call at 508-836-3000 or find them online at elharvey.com. Tell them Dave Dusso said they are the best. They are today's sponsor of the Foodie Know-It-All question of today. In today's Foodie Know-It-All question of the day, where was the birthplace or where is the birthplace of the cheeseburger? Hmm. Where was the cheeseburger first invented, created, seared, fried, prepared what state 
Be the first. Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com or 732-336-1040 and you can win that $20 gift certificate to the Woodland Farm Brewery from your good friends here at Cooking Something Good. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. It comes from Crete. The Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is very well priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. It's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it. And that's why I sell it. Because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, cookingsomethinggood.com. And right now at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs and get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. Cookingsomethinggood.com. And welcome back. Hey, if you're out and about in the Winchester, New Hampshire area, driving along the beautiful South Central New Hampshire or North Central Massachusetts countryside, there is an adorable little roadside shack and you're going to want to stop. It's called the Trolley Grill and it's owned and operated by Martha Cook who joins us via telephone here on Cooking Something Good. Martha, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hey, I want to start with letting people know that the Trolley Grill really is a cute place and there's great seating outside. When did you first open and how did you come up with the idea for a Trolley Grill theme? Well, that's the way the cart was built when it was purchased. So it kind of came with the name, which we get registered. But it's just been a lot of fun. You know, I, I worked in a nursing home facility, which was a sad experience. And I said one day, I said, I'm going to open up and have more fun. And this kind of place really is fun. We were talking before we went on the air about being a kid, and there was nothing you loved more when you were a kid than going to a place like that, on a, even on a rainy day. On a rainy day, you loved it even more because you could slosh around in the mud and, and eat. Uh, yeah, we have Frisbees and Bubbles, so the kids all have something to, to kind of keep them busy, and of course, candy for dessert. So You can't uh, beat it. Talk about your menu a little bit. What are your three favorites? What are the, the three most popular things you have? Well, I think the best seller is the mushroom cheeseburger. We do those with sautéed fresh mushrooms, and then we do deep-fried hot dogs. So we have homemade chili cheese dogs, bacon cheese dogs, sauerkraut dogs, and chili 
we sell we sell quite a bit of chili, um, hot sweet sausage grinders. These are all um, everything's made to order. The burgers are all hand pressed um, quarter pound patties, complimentary pickles and homemade relish. Yeah, these are all joyful things. You talked about moving yeah. from a job that wasn't as joyful. These are things that that people eat and they smile. You never see anybody eating a sausage grinder with pepper and onions crying. This is no, joyful. no. But I'm t- the pickles is what everybody they all want the pickles. And what what do you do um, with your pickles? It's a three day deal recipe. And we just have them. People can top them on their burgers or however they want that self-serve, like a little buffet out there. And they seem to like that. And, and homemade relish, we whip that up. And we try to do everything from scratch, if possible, what we can. And uh, every day I try to do a special, whether it be a theme burger, it could be a cowboy burger, you know, with a, a fried egg and onion rings on top, or chicken finger baskets, grilled Rubens. Well, I've done Polish food before. And I'm part Polish, so I appreciate that. All right. And, but these are all things, with the exception of the Polish stuff, it's just a quintessential roadside stuff. It's why people stop. And if you get a chance, i got to tell people, if you're there, if you're going by, you see them open, it's a place you definitely want to stop at. Can you tell people what days you're open? Thursday through Sunday, 11.30 to 4. We're pretty much a lunch wagon. And unless it's pouring, of course, then I, I tend to... To not open, but other than that, we're there. I'm kind of a one-man band. I have a friend that helps me on weekends, but other than that, I'll be there. And it's usually surrounded by a lot of friendly people. We have a really good time. That's great. When does your season end? Before winter. I'll stay open as late as I can. So it'll be late fall. It will be according to the weatherman. Yeah, if you get a chance, folks, it's on 841 Manning Hill Road. It's on Route 10 in Winchester. It's called the Trolley Grill. If you go by, it's such a cute place. You're going to want to stop in. Like I said, they've got the traditional, all the things you're looking for in one of these roadside, quote-unquote, shacks. Great seating. It's really nicely done. Martha Cook, owner and operator, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much for having me. We look forward to stopping in and trying your wares as soon as possible, and we will see you next time. Hey, gastromaniacs, I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill salt until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors, too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right. It's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy-to-use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. Parents, if you're looking for a really good, fun time with your kids, something wholesome, 
something interesting for not just your kids, but for you too. It's the Conway Scenic Railroad. They've got great trips. Uh, you can go anywhere from four and a half to five hours to 45 minutes. But you got to get there and get on that website now because these tickets sell out fast. And they've got great food on these trains. I have been there. I had a chance to get into their kitchen cars. It's amazing what they're able to produce. Great food, great fun. Just a great day in North Conway. So go to the North Conway Scenic Railroad's webpage. Just go to cookingsomethinggood.com. You can click right through from there on the little train. It'll take you to their website, the North Conway Scenic Railroad, recommended by us here at Cooking Something Good. And let's take a moment and get back actually to the question because our answer, just FYI, is the cheeseburger was invented according to the United States trademark in what town? Because there is some hot debate, as we have found out, amongst many different cities and states as to where it was invented. Pasadena, California takes credit. Los Angeles takes credit. Louisville takes credit. Albuquerque, New Mexico takes credit, but our answer is the state and the city that has the trademark in 1935 for the cheeseburg. Hey, all week long, we're talking about things like cheeseburg. We're talking about roadside shacks, ice cream, sausage grinders, cheeseburgs, chili dogs, chili burgers, all those great things and all those great places we used to go where we were kids to get ice cream and, and maybe that Friday night supper, Saturday night supper where mom or dad, but back then it was usually mom, didn't want to cook. She had had enough, had enough of all our nonsense, being home all day with the children, and they have had enough, and they are going to make dad take you out while they just have a glass of wine. We thought they were in the bubble bath, but they just had enough. And I understand that because I was a stay-at-home dad for quite some time, so I get it now. You learn things as you get older that you didn't understand when you were either a kid or a young adult. I can remember as a young adult thinking, what the heck is going on when I would walk through my parents' door? And if there was a time machine, I would go back in the time machine and I would say to myself, it's because they can't hear it. But back then, you would walk in and say, why are you listening to the television that loud? Now, I'm in my late to mid-50s, and I know the answer. The answer is because if I had it at the levels you listened to, I couldn't hear it. So we grow. Anyway, we talk about the cheeseburg, and sometimes people, especially when they're throwing something on the grill, they bore the cheeseburg to death. They bore everything to death. They just throw it on the grill or they throw it in a pan and they cook it up until it's a hockey puck. And that's the extent of a cheeseburg. They go, they buy a store-made whatever quality beef and they don't think about it. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can make a great cheeseburg and it's all about making it the way you like with the ingredients, including the kind of beef you use. Now, I'm going to tell you how I like it. And this is just the basic structure. You can do whatever you want. 
But I like to, for my own patties, I use chuck, a little ground mince, and I use a little brisket. I use a touch of egg. I just whisk up one egg and just use a little bit of it. That helps bind everything, and I season it. And then I form my patties. Uh, now I've got the mix of fat that I like, so it's not going to dry out on me. Always have toothpicks ready. And I do this the day before almost every time when I know that I'm cooking burgers the next day. Whether they're veggie burgers, I don't make my own veggie burgers. I'm lucky enough to have a place in town that makes really, or close by, that makes great veggie burgers. But I have got my, my burgers ready the night before, and that helps them firm up so they don't fall apart on the grill. How many times have you had a burger and they're just falling apart? It's because they're not firmed up yet. So the next day, I'm going to take them out of the fridge. And I'm going to take them out of the fridge about half an hour early because I want these to come to room temperature. Because if they're not at room temperature and they're cold on the outside, what's going to happen here is they're going to just kind of burn on the outside. Not burn, but get overcooked and be raw on the inside. You don't want that. So take them out about half an hour earlier. You want to get your grill really, really hot. You want these to sear. If it's not really hot, don't put them on the grill yet. I like to take for me personally, I use peanut oil. You can use olive oil, Manny's olive oil. You can use grapeseed oil and lightly season your beef, your patties, and then season them. Put salt and pepper down on your tray or your plate and season them well on both sides and then roll them. You want the sides to be seasoned too because you can't do that after they're cooked. So you roll them and then you're going to put them on your, and then put a little more well, just a touch of oil, brush it on, on your burger, and then you want to put it on a very hot grill and leave it. Let it sear. If you don't, if you keep moving them around, especially early in the game here, it's going to leave that, that uh, sticky burgers on the bottom. They're going to stick to the bottom. You don't want to do that. Leave it. Just leave it. You put the lid down and you're all set. Now you want to get your, your buns. And I toast the buns. You want to toast your buns here. And I don't mean you want to lay on your stomach in the sun wearing a thong. You want to firm these up so they don't get soggy. So what I do is I, again, I brush them very lightly with Manny's olive oil. And then I season them well on both sides with salt and pepper, oil on both sides. And you want to lightly toast this. So you put these on the grill, open the lid. Put them on the grill, both sides, and then you want to put the lid down and leave them one minute per side of a hot grill for your buns. Easy as that. This time, you're going to take an onion, slice it, take a tomato, slice it, about a quarter inch on each. You want to put together quickly your, I, your sauce. I like to use an Alabama white sauce for this. And that's just three quarter cups Mr. Kensington's mustard. I love Mr. Kensington's organic mustard. Uh, I'm sorry, mayonnaise. I love their mayonnaise. Mr. Kensington's three quarter cup. A quarter cup of a nice stone ground mustard. A touch of horseradish. Some apple cider vinegar. And then season that with salt and pepper. Mix that up well. Then you're going to get back to your grill. You're going to take your onions, brush them on both sides with mayonnaise, olive oil, salt and pepper, season both sides well. Get those on the grill with your spatula. 
And then you're going to, after three and a half to four minutes, flip your burgers, depending how thick they are. You're going to flip them. And at this point, you're going to season them again. And then you're going to brush on just a little bit of butter. That's going to give it that caramelize. It's going to caramelize from underneath, uh, from the top. But the heat from underneath, if you close your lid, will caramelize. And it's going to have a really nice taste. And now it's time to set everything up while everything is finishing cooking. So you have flipped your burger. You've got about four, three and a half to four minutes before it's ready. You've got about three to three and a half minutes before you want to put your cheese on. So at this point, you take your burger. I'm sorry, you take your bun. You put whatever condiment you want. I'm using that Alabama white sauce. And you're going to put that down on the base, on the bottom, uh, a good chunk. And on top of that, you want to put a tomato. And you want to season lightly the top of that tomato with salt and pepper, right? Now you want to take, uh, with about 30 seconds to go, you want to flip the burger again, put your cheese on for about 30 seconds, depending again how thick it is and how well done you want it. You've got your cheese on. I like to use a blue cheese. You can use a cheddar. You can use anything you want. I like blue cheese on this. So you're going to put your cheese on, uh, shut the lid again, and when it's done, you're going to take it off. You're going to take the onion off, and you're going to put the onion on top of your tomato, and then you're going to lightly season that. Put your burger down on top of your burger. Take some, I use Boston lettuce here. You're going to snap it, and then you're going to fold it so it's kind of the same shape as the burger. Put that on top of the burger. I put a little more of the mustard on uh, mustard mayonnaise, the Alabama white sauce, on top of that. And then I'm going to put my bun on top of that. First, I'm going to put more Alabama white sauce on top of my bun. Then I'm going to put it on top of my lettuce, push down, take a toothpick, put it right through the middle, cut your sandwich in half right against the toothpick, holding the half that doesn't still have the toothpick in it. And then after you cut it in half, put another toothpick in the other half, and you have an absolutely beautiful, beautiful burger. It's so much better than throwing a store-bought burger on the grill and creating a hockey puck. It's that easy. It's a burger, and it's a burger week, and it's a roadside shack week here at Cooking Something Good, and it's the end of another great show. We hope you had a good time. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Cooking Something Good. We will see you tomorrow.